Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your next episode of Overworld FM. Uh, tonight, I am John. I am Pepe Aguilar. <laughs> tonight, I am Tony. And I'm Edward. We switched because we felt we freaky Friday. Yeah, we freaky. We, we, we freaky. <laughs> it was actually really weird. They found this like weird crystal skull in a fountain, and they made a wish. And that it doesn't was... exist. What? It wasn't a kingdom. Fuck you! It doesn't exist. Listen, we were trying to play off the identity switch, and you could have gone along okay. with it, and then you. <laughs> okay. If you could switch bodies with anyone on this podcast for a day, Max. Max. <laughs> Wow! Really? <laughs> Why? Max has a pretty nice life, actually. Okay. Yeah. I'll do some chemistry. He's got a pretty nice body. He's got some uh, good martial arts skills. <laughs> yeah. He's got a nice job. He's got yeah. some interesting drama in his life. I'm in. All right. I'm gonna go with professor. And I want to be brown for a day. <laughs> it's nice. Until the cops pull you over. Oh! <laughs> Shots fired. Ooh. Shots fired. Ooh! <laughs> wow! <laughs> And oh moving on. God. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Overworld. <laughs> That's it. That's all, folks. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I thought it was quite funny. We don't have to leave John. In. I've got a trivia. Surprise, no, well, I wanted to know who you're going to switch with. Oh, Max. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's going to switch with me. I want to know what it's like to pick up a woman in a bar. It's yeah. That I've never. Uh, I, I never picked up a random woman in a bar. Like I. I figure I would like Max's like smile and oh my dick abs like I can do it. My dick, dick abs. Dick abs. Wait, I feel like you're the someone with that has dick abs. I wait, don't have dick wait, abs. Like abs, abs on the stick. Abs look like dick. Oh, okay, abs on the. <laughs> my. Dick... Do you do dick setups? Dick yeah, my dick just crunches. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably doesn't sound like that. That's the exact noise it makes too. Actually. When I beat it off, it's just like, ah! <laughs> you if you've never heard this out. podcast before, dicks are all we talk about. We didn't talk I'm about dicks sorry. the last episode. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Right? It was like inferred dicks. Like, it was all about dicks. <laughs> so, your trivia. I've got trivia. <laughs> okay. Um, and this week I'm doing uh, groups of animals. Mm. I'm really good at these, by the way. Are you? Yes. Yeah, okay, so, so we're, I'm going to give you the group and uh, going to just give uh, me the animal. Swarm? Uh, we're gonna start off easy. A parliament. A vowels. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? If you call first one to call it out gets the point. All right. Okay. An army. Ants. Or frogs. Frogs. Really? Both work. A ribbit. A sloth. Of sloths. Uh. Worms. Caterpillars. Bears. A sloth right. of bears. Interesting. <laughs> like the bear sloth way back in the day. A glint. Fireflies. Starfish. Goldfish. Oh, the snack that smiles back. So you bite their heads off. (laughs) A smack. Dolphins. Pedophile? Dolphins is a good guess. It's a very good guess. Um, A smack? A smack. (laughs) Ducks? Jellyfish. Oh. A coalition. Humans. Monkeys. Uh, Lemurs? Cheetahs. 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 Coalition of cheetahs. These are weird. I've never heard these before. I kind of dug deep. Yeah, you did. Yeah. A zeal. Zebras? Yes. Oh, yes! (laughs) Got it. A gaze. Flamingos? No. The fucking... God. Damn. Da, 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 that's, that's not an animal. 
I kind of want to see him just like fight over this. Gaze of vultures? Nope. Is it something that has big eyes? No. Is it a mammal? Yes. Tony is very intimate with this animal. Antelope. Raccoons. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck you! Stupid piece of shit. As Tony likes to call them, kitties. Fuck you. A trash pandas. A trash pandas. A business. Ferrets. Yes. What the fuck? A gang. Monkeys. Apes. No. Baboons. Really? Elk. 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 Okay. A gang. Of I'm elk. just gonna name different kinds of monkeys. <laughs> a caravan. Caribou. Orangutans. <laughs> a caravan of caribou. Yeah. <laughs> How could that not work? Um, that's pretty dogs. A jackal. Dog is it a jackal? No. Guinea pigs. Yeah. Slots? <laughs> no. Water camels. bears. Camels. 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 Oh, that's it. That's right. Caravan that's right. camels. A charm. Veals. No. Water bears. Nope. A charm. Penguins. I also was going to guess penguins, but no. Is, I don't it, remember. is it those little like uh, Antarctic rodents that throw hummingbirds? <laughs> oh, that's lemmings. adorable. But They're called lemmings. Hummingbirds. That's so cute. Yeah, a charm. These last two are kind of. I like these last two. Okay. Well, I like smack as well, but a crash. Lemmings. Oh, uh, moose. No. Uh, it's something that charges. Yep. Bull. Rhinos. Yes. Okay. Yeah. A crash of rhino. And for one of my favorites... Who the fuck makes these up? A convocation. That's made up. You're making shit up now. Pandas? (laughs) Nope. Penguins? Nope. Crocodiles? Nope. Lemmings? Nope. Stop guessing lemmings. (laughs) Lemmings? (laughs) Okay, uh, let's narrow it down. What? Is it like savannah? What type of lemmings? Is it... Biome? Um, uh, The biome would be forest. So lemmings? Nope. Stop <laughs> saying lemmings. Lemurs. Nope. Forest lemmings. No, like uh, North American forests. Wait, wait, say it like again. Temperate a forest. convocation. A convocation of caterpillars. Nope. Toucans. It's a Sam's. It's an ep- like a majestic animal. It's not swan. Nope. Um, eagles. Yes. It's a convocation of eagles. Oh. Eagles. We were just talking about eagles. We did. Yes. I just saw my first bald eagle in the mountains in the wild. Really? Nice. Yeah. First? Like I've seen them at the zoo and stuff, but I've never seen one like out like in the wild. Living in Colorado. I saw one my above two eighty five. I like I like their mating call. Marvica. Marvica. Mar- <laughs> so Mar- you know Mar- when they make eagle sounds on like TV shows? Ah! That's a hawk. Yeah. yeah. Eagles are really derpy. They yeah. are. No, they don't sound like that, but they're just like weird derpy bird noises. <laughs> also, future you... editing, Edward, can you please replay that sound that Joel just made? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> That's going to be our new theme song. Just that, but like... Welcome to Overworld <laughs> FM. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I'm going to make it a Linkin Park song. <laughs> what were you going to say? Uh, it's illegal to obtain um, bald eagle feathers. Oh. Yeah, if you have like a bald eagle just land in your backyard and you sheds a bunch of feathers, you can't touch them. It's a federal offense. What are you oh supposed God. to do? You call the wildlife uh, rangers, they come pick it up because the Native Americans have right to those feathers for their uh, ceremonial headdresses. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it was some American government freedom. That's shit. some deep, no. crazy shit. Yeah, it's it's... So they can hang them from fighter jets. I love it. Oh, okay. I'm such a fan. 
Yes, Native Americans. Yes, get your headdresses. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's the least we can do. We kind of screwed them yeah, over with no, business deals. Yeah, the call just sound like you're strangling a lemming. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Enough with your lemmings bullshit. Let's okay. talk reviews. Let's. Um, reviews. All right. What's, what do you look for when you, like, look for a review of, say, a movie or a video game? Like, what are you looking for? Are you looking to, like, see if you want to see it? Do you, or do you just, like... I'm looking for a factual opinion, not an opinion. Well, then it's not an opinion. I know. I'm just looking for facts. Yeah. Just, so you want... That's um, not a review. That's a synopsis. Yeah. So... Right. What for a I look, movie? I, so I don't look for reviews. I look for reviewer, reviewers. I look mm-hmm. for a person that has similar interests what I, and to what I do, mm-hmm. um, and like sort of similar like uh, values. And they're the ones like if I like, I don't like spoilers with my reviews either. Yeah. So if they can just give me like I, I know that they like the stuff that I like. If they like it and they say that they would watch it or play the game or whatever then I'm usually pretty sold. Like, I have my set of, like, YouTube reviewers that I watch, mm, and right. they you do, like, movie reviews, like, Joe Schmoes, Jeremy Johns, there are yeah. a couple of them. Like, I can usually go by it. Like, if they like the, the, the movie or whatever, I'll probably end up liking it, too. Weirdly enough, I used to be really into, like, watching those reviews and stuff, and now I don't give a single fuck. I look for a number. And if it's, like... Like uh, Rotten Tomatoes. If it's like above ninety, I'll go into the theater and see it. If it's it has a certified fresh rating, then I'll go ahead and see it. If it doesn't, then I'm not going to bother with it until it comes out on DVD. Which is why I was like afraid of seeing Suicide Squad because I literally looked at the Rotten Tomatoes rating and was yeah. like, no. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't want that to like taint my future view of it. Like I saw that Rotten Tomatoes rating and it was like fucking terrible. And I didn't think Suicide Squad was as terrible as the rating was. No, it was a fun turn-your-brain-off movie, I mean... Yeah, exactly. There are definitely some movies and stuff that I refuse to go anywhere near the internet to look. Like, Star Wars Rogue One, anything like that. I will... If there's any... If it even says that on the title to the link on, like, Facebook, Twitter, I'm like, nope. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I don't want to see any No Man's Sky reviews. Mm-hmm. I don't. I haven't looked at one. I haven't attempted to see one. I haven't attempted to read one because it's one, That's one of those things where I want to be able to make that judgment myself, and I don't want a, a third party to affect my judgment because I want to like judge with the crowd. You know? Yeah, with yeah. with games, like I do enough research like beforehand that I'm comfortable with my gaming purchases. Mm-hmm. And if like I get a game that I've like looked into and it's a shitty game, that's on me. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I like, the reason like I watch reviews is usually it'll be like the Tuesday the game comes out and I'm stuck at work and I'm on a break and I'm like, I just want to see like some part of this game. Yeah. And I, I like, I'm interested to see what other people think, but that, there's no way what I'm basing my decisions on. Right. Like I like yeah. to hear other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. I just don't like when they take their opinion and base it and say, that's what the game is by my opinion alone. Is when the reviewer does that. Well, it's their interpretation. Yeah. Isn't it? Well, I know, but like the review is strictly an opinion piece. Like it's yeah, but I like well some reviews I've read are literally blatantly wrong. They're just like, oh, this game doesn't have this, and like, yeah, it does. It literally does. Well, like what the fuck? Yeah, that's the, that's the other thing that's one that I, most of the time I don't even bother with reviews yeah. because because majority it's so of opinionated, someone can kind of. 
speak half truths. Yeah, or oh someone's just like, like, I don't like this type of game, therefore this game is bad. There's definitely yeah. some there's like, like there's no fuck off. You don't have any right to say that. There's definitely some like not to single it out, but there's like some video game review boards that I've found like there's a certain person that writes some uh, has written a few like video game reviews. And I've noticed that, like how you said, they write like half truths and stuff. Yeah. I avoid if I see that they wrote a review for the game that You're I want. Like, I avoid that person. Yeah. Exactly. And it's it's like I said, like I don't look for reviews per se, but I look for reviewers. Mm-hmm. Right. And so reviewers. It's it's, like, it's, yeah. it's more like uh, kind of how John said. Like I I like their to hear their opinions. And so it's it's like if I were to ask you your opinion on like hey what did you think of No Man's Sky I value your opinion on it mm-hmm. right. and that's how I take my reviews exactly yeah. I that's I used to have a sub, uh, subscription to Game Informer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the uh, Best Buy one what no that's is that Best Buy yeah oh yeah I I think maybe uh, maybe I don't know I just know that I was subscribed to it for like a few years mm-hmm. like I would actively get them in the mail and be excited about getting them in the mail. Um, but I, st- I had to cancel my subscription because every time they'd come out with the, like, top games of the year or whatever, they would, the bet, the game of the year would always be, like, fucking Call of Duty Black Ops. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, there's no way, like, it, it was so against my opinion of what a good video game should be, like... It's a popular I, I th- one. It's a popular yeah. one, yeah. It may have like made yeah, but the so most... is the Expendables. That's not exactly a good movie. exactly. So was fucking Avatar, and I didn't think that that was very good. So, I mean, and that's again, that's why you're looking for reviewers because you're looking for s- someone that has your similar opinions on what a game should be. Well, or what a good game should be. Like some people are really gonna like Call of Duty Black Ops. Some people are really gonna like weird indie puzzle games like I do mm-hmm. and when I see reviewers like that I follow them because then they're going to show me the future cool mm-hmm. indie puzzle games that I'm going to want to play you know yeah I don't have a lot of time to like go and search for reviewers so I usually just like hit the like the major gaming outlets mm-hmm. um but like and, like I think for like me in an ideal world like there'd be like three reviews up be like this guy only plays Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. This guy plays the genre of games, and this yeah. guy's a little bit in between. And so you can be like, oh, I obviously want to get the guy that like knows it, or I can like see the difference in all the reviews. Yeah, you that would be for, really yeah. cool. So yeah. you weren't forced to have one person's biased opinion for all of the games that he. Like, if you could literally find review site or make a review site where one you had a, a game it had a designated genre you had one person we have there. claims to the copyright oh no, yeah we got all this. ours this one is person's all like super into the genre one person super out of the genre one person like a random like, person yeah. yeah exactly that would be super interesting I think to see their different because it would be hugely different reviews and I think the best games would appeal to all of those yeah of yeah. those people yeah. You know? Is it bad that I think the Call of Duty reviewer guy would be like, oh, fuck your mother. Yeah, exactly. He's a 12-year-old kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's like five-year-old Hyped up on Mountain Dew and Cheetos. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're just bathing in Mountain Dew Code Red while oh, playing the game. Oh, fuck. That's gross. Oh. <laughs> Early random core? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
So, early random core is a um, genre of internet meme where it was early random core is a phrase that came from Broad City. Okay, you know that is just yeah, like, yeah yeah yeah. In in that show, there's just like she mentions um, salad fingers. I like rusty spoons. I like rusty spoons. I like to touch them. God damn you guys. With my salad fingers. Why do I associate with you guys? <laughs> That's early random core. Did you ever go on the okay. website Albino Black Sheep? No. You never went on Albino Black Sheep? What oh my god. Black Albino Black Sheep had the most incredible meme videos, such as. Um, Mashed taters. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Oh, I really hope the microphone can pick up the crickets outside. (laughs) Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Boil them, mash them, boil them. (laughs) Um, Yeah, okay, sorry. So I looked up up what you just said. Albino black sheep? No. Early random core? Early random core meme. The first thing I get is this. This is great. Early to radio. bed and early to rise makes a man's cock throb like the warp core of the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> and this is the picture. It's just a fucking owl. Okay. Well, that's completely unrelated. Okay. <laughs> but that was what early random core was was doing. It was just a bunch of random early shit. What was that one video? It was like a. Oh yeah. Okay. God damn it. It was a half hour long. Oh, okay. yeah. And there were, it was uh, all the drawn. Thing just looped. <laughs> Can I fucking describe it for two seconds? No. It was a half hour long. It was all drawn in stick figures. It's there was seconds. a watermelon with a rocket launcher on the back of it. Excuse me? Um, there was <laughs> a bomb that said Ziggy Boogie Doog, and every time he said Ziggy Boogie Doog, he would explode and the world would explode. Sorry, what? Ziggy Boogie Doog. All right. How high Is this are you like, um, ASDF? Very similar. Very My similar. Turtle. And there was like a there's a scene in this in this movie. It's it's like a mini movie, and there's um, a race that's going on. It's like a bunch of race cars, and uh, they're all like, well, obviously they're racing. But then the watermelon, the rocket launcher, shows up on the back of it and starts like beating all of the other cars, and all of the cars are, like, racing to see who can, like, kamikaze them. Kamikaze Watermelon! That was the name of the watermelon. And they were all Why trying to kamikaze themselves. They were all trying to kamikaze themselves, and they are all running the brick walls and killing themselves. And then the... But the um, kamikaze watermelon beat them all to it. So my favorite website when I was a kid... Is it the horses? Yes. Yeah. Would you consider that early random court? There were these four horses by this <laughs> by this fence, and you cook them, and they start singing. It's like, ooh, potentially. What about? Were they animated? Yeah, yeah, but like only when you clicked on them and they started singing, and their yeah. mouths would move. Oh yeah, totally. Okay. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Did you ever watch Charlie the Unicorn? God damn it! They stole my kidney. Oh, I, I typed Spoilers. in Ziggy, and it. Was Ziggy oh, Star Spoiled The Charlie Demented Lee. Cartoon Movie. Oh my god, I have to show it to you. Alright, later. Um, later, definitely. Max, you wanted to talk about some some dick movies. Dick movies? Yeah. Porn? 
With Jeff Jones. Oh, Jeff Jones, yeah. No, so, um, at work, you know, aside... DC. Yes. Oh, so not porn? Not porn, no. <laughs> Too dark for porn? Um, at work, you know... Porn has better lighting. When we're not talking about, actually, like, chemistry and work stuff, uh, me and my one of my buddies, we talk about DC, and, um, well, recently we talked about Jeff Johns becoming president of the whole DC, um... Ent- enter- entertainment and he's been CEO but he, um, for I think since like 2010 but he just recently got the um, president job along with it and so we're just thinking this guy just like really rose up like the ranks and um, kind of find out he's the same age as Kevin Feige who? who? the guy that's in charge of the Marvel movies oh yeah. who? The oh. guy who's in charge of the Marvel movies. What's up, you, Tony? Is now the <laughs> same age as the guy who's in charge figure. of the DC movies. He's in. He. They just recently gave him um, pretty much full charge of the DC movies uh, since um, what's his face? Zack Snyder. Yeah, Zack Snyder. He didn't. Well, he didn't do well. He, he didn't do the do. Did what he does best. He does a great visual movie, um, and that's it. And he he lacks a little bit of storytelling, at least in my opinion. Oh yeah, and um, and and apparently in a lot of other people's opinions. And um, Jeff Johns, he does fantastic. He does a lot of Overwatch on the um, comic on on the on the TV shows, Mm -hmm. and the TV shows are great. Like they're they intertwine they intertwine really well, Mm -hmm. and um, that's there's gonna be a musical crossover. Yeah, I heard it's great. I'm so happy. Well, both Supergirl and um, and okay. the Flash were on the bums. Yeah, yeah, they were. So, did you see that picture where they're introducing Superman into Supergirl? And it's like Superman coming in, Supergirl. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> Sorry, that could have been advertised. How better. old is uh, Jeff Jones? He's forty nine. Both oh, okay. of them are forty nine. Um, Whoa, so young. Really? To be a president and CEO of an entire yeah, like that's fair that's entertainment industry fair. like uh, he's that's that's really young and he's mm-hmm. like he used to be like I mean good for him and seriously he does like I, one he's done some of my favorite like comic book stories ever like he did Flashpoint um, he did Blackest Night for the Green Lanterns it's uh, the zombie one yes the zombie lanterns. Um... And he basically started the whole, like, New 52, um, like, reset for the, um, DC Comics. Oh, nice. Um, and, so, like, I, that, with all that being said, like, he did such a great job with the comics, um, do you guys think, I, like, I know you probably haven't read as much comics as, like, ah, I have. Fuck you! But just What'd here... you do? Your cat, your cat beat me! Oh, hold on. That's what happens when... Pussy? <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Hearing like kind of his conversation, do you think yeah, do you guys think he'd do well with the movies? So, I think the one thing that DC's been getting wrong is that DC treats them as a movie. Mm-hmm. They should be a comic book movie. Yes, that's what Marvel does. They're big fun movies that don't take themselves too seriously. But that's just a big old comic book, and they're fun, and they're much better than DC's. Well, so that's how that's how I feel. Like the com, they 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 portray their comics. Marvel treats their movies just how they treat their comics, and that's I'm I'm a Marvel fanboy. I love Marvel, Mm -hmm. but I always have this. I love Marvel's characters, 
but their intertwined stories leave a little more to be desired. Yes. And that's what I like about DC more. DC right. has their intertwined stories that I really love. Like Jeff Johnson's stories, like Blackest Night, Flashpoint. Those are some of my favorite stories. And they intertwine all the characters really well. And that's what I want the movies to mimic. I think the one criticism that I have about the Marvel movies, as much as they do succeed in comparison to the DC movies, is that they don't take themselves too seriously. Mm -hmm. Is that I feel like, as a standalone film, it should be just that. It should should be a movie movie. Mm -hmm. And... Like, have its own fully-fledged story. And Ant-Man. Well, so, Winter Soldier would be... But really Ant-Man, and just like all of the other Marvel movies, I feel like, are all concerned with all of the crossovers, and it was, like, set. It, it's all just a setup, right? And, like, I feel like it was... It couldn't decide if it was a drama or if it was a comedy, and... I don't know, it didn't really fit into a genre except for a Marvel movie. Like, that was Did things own... need to fit into a genre? Well, I thought Winter Soldier fit into, it, like, the whole spy drama yeah, thing absolutely. really well. Like, that's, what, that's probably still spy my favorite. Spy film, no, film noir movie. drama. Yeah. That's where it kind of drew off of. Yeah. Um, same thing with, like, Iron Man 3. I thought that Iron Man 3 as a standalone film was really excellent. Cause I, but that's just me. That's just me wanting kind of more stability with individual films rather than, like, a full-on universe. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like a universe is really daunting to me. Um, And I'm not exactly interested in committing to, like, a bunch of films, right? I just kind of want individual pieces to stand alone as their own sort of ordeal, you know? And I want those to be big on their own. Those deserve to be big on their own. But assuming that it's going to be big because of all of the crossovers and going, oh, well, that could cross over there to Hulk and that could cross over to there. It's like, um, it was, it's old. I think that's the mistake DC is making. They're shelling out these movies mm-hmm. and intertwining them, expecting people to just... They're doing it too fast. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when I, I saw um, what, all the San Diego Comic-Con trailers, that there's a Wonder Woman trailer and there's a mm-hmm. Justice, Justice League. League trailer. Was there any others? I feel like there's one more. Maybe I'm making that up. But I think that was too many, even just one too many, because... I was not expecting the Justice League trailer, mm-hmm. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, I did appreciate it, though, just for the fact that I got Aquaman in it. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, it feels like it's just too quick. They're just... They're just yeah. too focused on playing ketchup. Yeah. Exactly. So, you wanted to... Let's be uh, old and wise. Mm, old yes, I would like to hear. Men. Yes. Old and wise. How to meet women, boob? <laughs> How do boob? Okay, How don't do, do that yeah. to them. That's that's the number one thing. Well, we kind of wanted like an overall theme for us to being wise in is dating v relationship. Yes. How to meet Don of boob. Don of boob. Don of boob. V two. Um, I hate dating. I love being in a relationship. I'm really good at being in a relationship, and dating just kind of sucks. Uh, same. Um, uh, so. The way I would describe it is dating is more you don't know what you're doing with that person. It could be anything from hanging out, watching movies, um, penetrating off and on. You do that when you date? You yeah. Can date. yeah you absolutely. Can. That seems like a problem. It's like, a, so, you think so? It depends on if you put sex on a pedestal and you're like, oh, sex is the most important thing in a relationship. Mm. 
sex no, is it's just really a not thing. No, yeah. I think the one mistake people make is as cliche as it sounds is you need to communicate. Like if you're dating, mm-hmm. you can still like have sex just to make sure. Like, hey, I want to have sex, but I don't want like we're just dating still. Like I am not, I'm not fully committed. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, let's like hang out, watch a movie, do a couple shots, mm-hmm. penetrate each other, and then you can go home. And I can go play Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> but like being but in relationships, like let's have sex. So let's go get the stuff for dinner at yeah. the grocery store. But yeah. yeah, relationship is taking that that commitment and that want to be with that person. How do you make that transition? I don't think it's something you make. It's, it's something that happens. In yeah. some cases. Mm-hmm. And it, it, yeah, it's not something you just decide. It's it's a mutual thing. Yeah. Like it has it has to be reciprocated. Mm. It can also be like one of those things you find yourself in. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. we're it's in a relationship like, now. Is that kind of what happened with you and your relationship, pal? What do you mean, Jenna? Well, yeah, I got that. Yes. <laughs> but is that um. You kind of like found yourself in a relationship. All of a sudden, you're like living together, or was that like a decision that you two explicitly made together? I think we found ourselves, like, pseudo-living together, and then we kind of talked about it, mm-hmm. and then we kept pseudo-living together, and then we finally just, like, made the leap, yeah. and I started paying rent. Yeah, 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 that's because I remember that's kind of what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how did you initiate the conversation, though? Like, Jenna walk in, and you were sitting you, on the couch, and there was a sign that said intervention? Like, what the fuck? That's not an intervention. You're, you're <laughs> thinking of it as, like, a big confrontation. I've never I mean, had to do it before. I've been in um, shitty relationships. The conversation, I, I, I remember this conversation, actually. I was leaning up against the sink in the apartment, and I think we were drinking, and I was like, you know, I've been having these, like, like dreams and thoughts where we just, like, it's not your apartment, it's our apartment, and, like, we have, like, all these things, and I, we just, like, talked about it, and then, like, four or five months later, we had... Well, what'd she say? Like yeah, it's interesting. I don't remember that part. I think I think our concern right now is just like because we are, and by we I mean Tony and I, are really concerned about like dating and being in a relationship because it's what we want most right now. Like we have stability in our living situation mm-hmm. and our job and everything's just kind of there, and we're still looking for change. And I feel like for the two of us, the most beneficial thing to us right now would would be a relationship and so it's really easy for the two of us to go oh that's the most important thing and i need to focus on it and i need to like make it the most important thing of my whole life and it's like no dating really isn't that it's just like you're talking to another person yes yeah it's it's definitely not not as much of a big deal as i used to think about it as Mm -hmm. so when i'm single i kind of just live my life. Right. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, like, actively, like, hunting. Uh, I just befriend everyone, talk to everybody, and then just things just happen. Exactly. I think, I think actively hunting. hunting is you setting a goal, and then you, when you're not getting that goal, you beat yourself up for it. Which, in turn, affects your hunt. I don't want to call it hunting. But it affects your mindset going forward, which will just, like, keep tripping you up. Yeah. That's where, um, I think the two of us are both stuck right now. That's something that I struggle with, honestly. But, like, the more and more I think about it, and the more and more I'm like, oh, I'm just, I'm I'm literally not even, (laughs) 
I say this all the time. I'm not even 21 years old. I don't need to have everything figured out right now. That's not a big of a deal. Would you say the less you care, the more things happen? Uh, yes. How long Definitely. of a Absolutely. of not caring does it take? I mean, it's sometimes not very long. No, it doesn't. Because uh, it's... it's it seems like not that long because you stop caring, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's stop caring. Stop caring is a bad way to put it. It's you find you focus your attention to other things, like you focus um, on work or mm-hmm. your person, like you know, family or you know, you improving get, yourself. Yes, improving yourself. As cliche as that sounds, I mean, um, I just stop. But caring. it's a cliche for a reason. Like it's yeah. it's, it's based on. But like, I haven't cared. But I've gotten I, to the point like. I think that's... Different. Is anything gonna fucking happen? No. I disagree. I think... I think you care a lot more than you say that you do. Yeah, because you recently said, like, I talked to a girl, but I'm not gonna do anything because uh, she's probably a douche. And, like, you were actively sabotaging. You care a hell of a lot more than you should. That's, a, that's I, another thing. So do I, I. Like, I do, too. Like, I was just talking to this boy the other week, and, like, I was... I thought that I was in that position, but I just didn't really care. I was just, like, texting someone, but really I was, like, focusing on every single little thing that I said, because I thought it was going to make such an impact on my life. And I was like, this is... Uh, once I... After I stopped talking to him, I was like, that was really, really dumb of me. Mm-hmm. Because that's me setting myself up for disaster. If something doesn't go exactly the way that I want it to, you know? Yeah, like, even even if you do it, like, you know, just... John always gets annoyed to me whenever I go to, like, apparently to a bar and hit on a girl. It's, I'm not going to see them ever again. If Mm -hmm. I chip up on my words, Mm -hmm. I don't, like, I don't sweat it. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not a Casanova and just going like, hey ladies, how's it going? Look at my dick abs. (laughs) Dick abs. Um, but at the same time, like, I, like, you know, it takes me a little bit to go up to them and talk to them, and if I do... I, I fumble with my words, but it's not like I'm gonna beat myself over it. Like yeah. if it hap- if I do do it and say I don't get their number, fuck it, whatever. Like and the, and the more like he does that, the the more practiced he'll be when it matters. Yeah. It won't matter to the person that will matter. I need to, yeah. I need to be okay with fucking up. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So for an introvert, how do you fucking practice? <laughs> Just That's go true. out and talk to people. Don't it's, go out and You make like, it sound so you easy. You make it sound so easy. Yes. Okay, when you turn 21, we're just going to go meet people. We're not going to want to penetrate any of them. We're just going to go talk to people. It, honestly... But you make it sound so easy, but it's you, not... You know, I, when, I, I, I'm going to say that, too. I'm going to back him up on this one. Because... Yeah. I, I, I will agree with, with them. Like, it's, so you and I are obviously more extroverted than they are, but I, I can see... like It's, well, yeah. it's hard for... like and, and Some, like, it's, it's, it's a different mindset. It's a really daunting thing. Mm-hmm. When well, you're start small, like be like, all right, like Max and I, we'll, we'll, we'll all four of us will go out together. We'll bring a couple people. Yes, you meet those people. You talk to them. That see, that's what I'm more interested. In. I'm interested in like a more intimate setting of like a few people <laughs> playing a board game together. Yes, rather than going out and just like spontaneously meeting people. That's that like pa- makes me panic. Yeah. So I used to be very. Very much like that too. Like in high school, I just I hated going out. Like I hated talking to people. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like John says, it's it's little baby steps. Like you do you meet um, friends associated with friends, and then you slowly get more comfortable with you know like 
you you do have to take that leap of faith. Like right. there's there's definitely like you have to you know brave up a little bit and like all right, I got to step out of my shell a little. And a large uh, what I found is when you meet friends of friends, they're usually really re- receptive, and you start stepping out little by little. You yeah. know, it's like okay, you move from those friends to other friends, and then. You know, I still don't go, like, I see, like, a random person down the street. I'm not going to go talk to him. Well, yeah, no. But, like, if, uh, say, they have, like, a really cool, like, shirt that I, like, you know, like, a Spider-Man shirt or whatever, I'll, like, I'll, I'll say something to that person, like, oh, hey, cool shirt. And sometimes that's enough to spark a conversation with them. Right. I remember I mean, the last time I tried that. I walked past a girl with a Captain America shirt. I saluted and said, Captain... And that was it. That's all that happened. It's an awkward interaction. Yeah. Awkward interaction. Like, you, hey, nice shirt. Yeah. Move on. Yes. A lot better. Yeah. See my point? I'm not good at meaning people. <laughs> I'm fucking if you were a potato, you'd be a good potato. <laughs> That's a good potato. <laughs> like, I'm just be like, fuck. Like, but, so, when, have you, have you seen her again? No, that was like three years ago. So? Yeah, that's the point. So that's the point. Yeah. That's that was one yeah, of my but that's not that's not a setting like you guys are describing, what? like going to a bar or something. Well, it doesn't have to be at a bar. You can go to the coffee shop. You can go to the stores. You can go anywhere. Yeah, you know. No, it, like it's not like you're going out with uh, an objective to talk to people. Mm-hmm. You're out, and then just like a conversation happens naturally. That's the difference. Yes, is that when you're out hunting versus out just being yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's that's that's, how that's gonna someone's gonna pick up on that. They know like mm-hmm. someone's gonna just tell from your body language if you're like you seem more relaxed as a person and you seem more approachable that way too. Exactly, and someone's gonna be much more interested in actually like having a relationship with you, or at least at least just like speaking to you if you are yourself rather than you are trying to like put on this visage of yes. At the end of the day, you want to be yourself too. Exactly. Because if you're just having a conversation, you're more inclined to be just yourself. Just be yourself, yeah. well, and <laughs> everything will fall into place. That's my issue, is if something comes up that's unexpected, my defenses immediately go up and they stay up. Mm. Why? Like, what are you talking about? Like, unexpected, if, if, like, like, an unexpected conversation comes up, my defenses immediately go why? up and I want the conversation to end. Why? Because. That's, it, that's, it feels uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not his fault. Even it works. Just like some people, it's, like no, I, I've I've been in that yeah. position too, where it's it's a weird form of anxiety that isn't. It's not like anxiety, anxiety, but it's just this level of social anxiety where just even approaching somebody, you have to have your outside self and then your inside self mm-hmm. that you can actually like be personable with. And, I, like, it doesn't help working in customer service because I spend all day as the outside Edward, as the customer service Edward. And so, like, meeting other people, I become that. And I'm like, uh uh-huh, I'm just going to be friendly. I'm just going to, you know, right? But it's not... But it's a good transition so that you can use that as a transition to meet the inside Edward. Right. Yeah. And I'll, I'll give you that, like, when I meet, like, if I'm at a party and I know, like, two people, I'm going to be more, like, withdrawn... Yeah, but think about that instead of just at a party, you know, two people, think of that as just, like, literally the outside world. And that's what I think is more of an introverted look on the world, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. 
It's like, it's, it's not that you're afraid to build relationships. That's actually something that you're really interested in. That you like, it's not that you're incapable or incapable of, I like incapable. It's not that you're incapable of developing like a conversation with somebody. It's that when that a moment, when that moment approaches you, it's, there's a big layer that you have to push through first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where the baby steps comes in, just yeah. getting more comfortable. Mm-hmm. But I, I do want to say, like, looping back uh, to the beginning part of our this little conversation of ours, um, I, t- I text the people in this room more than I text my girlfriend. Really? And more than I texted her at the beginning of our... Okay. Given you do see her... Well, even, like, day. when we started started dating, I text you guys more than I texted her back then. Interesting. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I, I, yeah, I really don't know because I've actually like I've done that where you like continuously text the person um, four or five hours a day, yeah, and right. then like nothing comes of it. Yeah. Mm. And, but with her, it was just like once every couple of days. Hey, did you want to meet up for dinner and a movie, or did you want to? Hey, let's. I got this thing planned. I'll surprise you. I see what you mean. Okay. It's just more your relaxed setting with her, and that you're. Not necessarily putting up. That oh, I don't. I, I know what you're saying though. You're yeah, comfortable yeah. enough with each other to not have to spend every waking morning moment knowing what the other's doing. My my yeah. my best friend ever. Which I don't. Well, I don't have any best friends ever. And one <gasps> takes over all of the other. Ones. Everyone on this couch should be offended. I know. <laughs> my heart. Uh, one of my really my best eyes. friends, though, Hannah, she lives up in Fort Collins. She goes to CSU. And um, we, we we don't talk very much. Wait, we don't communicate a lot. When we do, okay. it's, it's like a really big moment of just like, huzzah, we're together again. And then when we're apart, we're apart. And like we also notice that, and we always talk about this when we're together, is that we are comfortable enough with each other that we don't have to kind of be like waiting around and waiting for conversation to happen or like have to be doing something at all times. I think Hallie and I are like that a little bit Mm -hmm. where we're like, okay, we're here. We're just, we we want something to like happen. We want to be able to do something physically, you know, but Hannah and I, when we're together, we can just exist in silence and be like absolutely content with it. There's a really big difference there, I think. Do you ever think about, um, like, kindred spirits? I've heard the phrase used uh, often, but it's like a... I know it's kind of like more of like a spiritual thing, but um, people that are inherently drawn to each other because of their energy and that they're, like, destined to be to, together in some form, whether it be, like, in love or in, in friendship. In friend? In friend. In fr- and like with them, you know? And... Do you, do you ever, do you ever kind of, do you kind of believe that? It's a weird question, I know. I think there's some personality types that go well together. Yes. Like, John and I, like, instantly clicked yeah. when we met. Right. Like, we haven't, like, I think eh, it's been a little over a year. Mm-hmm. But it feels like a lot longer. <laughs> so, like, I, I kind of get what you're... Yeah, I don't know. I, it's I, I know it's a weird thing to pose because it's a 
we're we're so used to talking about like science and what we're what physically like or or even socially what our mannerisms might bring us together as and what what might create friendship but i sometimes i think about like in a spiritual sense how people are drawn together and what that might actually mean just her so my most stable relationship the one i'm currently in is more of an opposites attract kind of situation. Okay. I'm super nerdy. She really only gets nerdy about Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Like, two kind of different, like, outtake looks on the world. And I think it's good. It's a good balance between the two. You have some differences, mm-hmm. and there are differences that balance each other out, though. Like, um, in, uh, so I'm currently single, but my previous relationship was which my, my like most stable one. It was like I was definitely like the sort of the nerdier, more ecstatic one, and she kind of grounded me down. Mm-hmm. Like she would be a little more realistic and about yeah. things, and uh, definitely kept like things going longer. Every time like I've been with someone that's more like myself, it's very self-destructive. Yes. Yeah, I find that I I get along with people because I I get along with people that are really kind of out there and just really ambitious and crazy and like to, like to do really insane stuff and I am the one that really brings them kind of like, kind of grounds them mm-hmm. and says no like realistically speaking like this is what we should be doing and I get along with those people a lot more because they give me those aspirations Mm -hmm. and I kind of bring them down to earth and bring them to reality. Symbiotic relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything else we have on the topic list? I don't think so, actually. I think we've managed to talk about a lot and very little. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good relationship. It sort of went from, like, romantic relationships to... Yeah, just just general relationships. Yeah. Well, that's it for this episode of Overworld FM. Thank you all for listening. Uh, if you want to uh, follow us on the social medias, you can find us at Overworld FM on pretty much everything. Uh, you can find me at Edward Rudin V. You can find me at Von Zirkel Square. <laughs> the space is in there. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Max underscore 859. I'm at Arcosaurus. You can find us on SoundCloud or hopefully iTunes or YouTube or wherever we might be on the internet these days. Wherever um, you're listening to this. Um, we would love to hear from you, too. Uh, OverworldFM at gmail.com. We mm-hmm. like questions. Tweet at us. Send us emails. Whatever send us you suggestions. Get what should we yeah. talk about? Carry your pigeons. Yeah, anything. War drums, smoke signals. We would love to talk to you guys that are listening. Please. Yes. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Yeah. Have a good night. Morning. It's the drunk night episode night. next time. The drunk. That's right. What are we gonna play? Oh, I God. don't know. Ooh, I want to play Dread. But Absolutely. That's, let's do that's, it. Okay, we're gonna play Dread. Yes. It's decided. Shut. 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 Everybody. <laughs>